welcome to the Moms on Maternity podcast. I'm Amy Cruz, and today we have Nadia Ramos on with us. Hey, Nadia. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining. So got connected to, with you. I've been really enjoying your content on Instagram and uh, Modern Millennial Mom. Tell me, um, how old is your son, and why did you start Modern Millennial Mom? I have a little one that is two years old, and I started Modern Millennial Mom because a lot of the content that I saw on TV and on social media was portraying motherhood in this sort of Roman, romantic way um, that, that is part of motherhood, but there's also a whole other side of motherhood that, is, that we isn't, isn't as talked about as often. And specifically, in the, especially in the, in Hispanic households. So I wanted to sort of create a platform where the content that people see is very much the real or the other side that's not as often talked about side of motherhood, um, which also plays a big role in who we are because a lot of women take on a lot of the responsibility that goes with raising children. And in Hispanic households, uh, we take on more of the responsibility than uh, in other cultures uh, compared to our male counterparts. So I wanted to keep- How old was your son when you started the, the vision here? Uh, I started in 2019. I had been uh, active on social media posting about, before I got pregnant, I started posting about different things, um, fashion, food. And once I had my son, I, um, I went through a really rough phase because I thought that I wasn't going to be able to do all the things that I love to do. I thought that I was going to have to remove a big part of who I am as a person and as a woman in order to fill in this role of being a mom. Um, that's, that's what growing up, that's what I saw. I saw my mom, my aunt, my sister, my friends, ha they had to put aside what their dreams and aspirations and what they wanted to um, be, what they dreamt of becoming as adults. They had to put that aside once they started raising a family. And why did they have to do that? A lot of the responsibilities, taking care of the house, uh, the cleaning, the laundry, taking, picking up the kids at school, dropping them off. Um, even like the homeschooling, I see a lot of my friends, they're taking on more of that teacher role or having to fill in um, because their male counterparts are just, not gonna say they're not supportive, but we are seen as more of a uh, caretaker. And you know, the, the man is who brings home the bacon and, we have to do that. On top of that, we also have to do all the other things like raising children and teaching them how to read and write. And Have you seen that change at all in terms of the, um, I guess, stereotypical kind of woman as the caregiver and male as the breadwinner? Are you seeing any change? I am seeing a shift. I'm seeing a shift. I have connected with a lot of women who, who, I, who, who share that. In my household, it's very different. Um, so that's where the modern piece of this comes in, modern millennial mom, because I am seeing a shift, which I'm excited about. Um, but but there are there's still a lot of room to grow, and, and there's still a lot of uh, I, 
think that having these conversations also to help us get, also help us see different perspectives. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that that is the wrong way of doing it, that traditional sort of outdated way of raising a, a family. I'm not saying that it's the wrong way to do it. I'm just saying that for me, it's worked really well to have a really supportive husband and to be more, to have, um, to split the, the responsibilities. Yeah. And so you said, so you started with food and fashion, then you had your son and you started, you know, I'm going to actually become more of an advocate for, I guess an advocate for um, equality or for what do you, what do you, what do you say you advocate for? I want to say an advocate for uh, a, a new generation of Latinx and Hispanic women. Um, it is, it is, the times are changing. And I think that culturally we've, we've, it's growth has lagged a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to match what we see on, on TV to what actually happens in the, in the household. So a lot of women are sort of taking on this modern approach to parenting. A lot of families are doing that. And I'm excited to see more of that. And so I'm not saying that I am sort of uh, spearheading this movement. I'm just saying that I want to create a platform so, where we can normalize. Are you saying that we're seeing on TV this modern approach? It's coming through the media now as kind of women working. Uh, that's the new norm. Is that what you're saying? I think we're starting to see more of it. So mm -hmm. I'm just excited to now. Uh, with what, what we do at home to also, to not just have it be part of, um, you know, the narrative, but to also start to implement that in, in our everyday lives. And then what is your, the, uh, have you had any um, reactions from your community, uh, the Latin community, um, anything specific that stood out to you in terms of reactions from the community? I've, I've seen more support than pushback which is again exciting and also in, in indicative of that um it's a sign of that shift cool well, it's amazing and so like i think it's a really great pivot so you are not only uh out there kind of advocating for this very important generational shift you're uh you're you're, you're actually putting a pen to the paper because you just launched your own consulting business right I just, I just launched a marketing consulting business. I have um, over eight years of experience in marketing communications. And that's another thing that I was really scared of when, when I had my, my son, because I thought that I was going to have to put my career on the back burner. And becoming a mom actually helped me be so much more productive. And it helped, uh, it helped me um, treat others with more sympathy. It just helped me look at the world completely in a completely different light. So um, there's that. But then uh, I also had a moment where I had to have a, a sit down with my, my husband and say, listen, I still want to do all the things that I thought that I wanted to do before I became a mom. I'm really going to need your support in order to make this happen. I can't do this by myself. And after that sit down, I think that, I mean, also too, he comes from a household where he had to help his mom, even as a child, he had to help his mom a lot at home. So my husband cooks and cleans and does all the things that I do probably better than I know how to do them. <laughs> um, so I think that having those conversations too, even about like our religious beliefs or like, how are we going to raise this child to you know, grow up in this world, um, it talk about having the difficult conversations about racism, you know, like all of those things, I think that are, we don't often talk about them in the open. 
And I wonder what would happen if we had more platforms where we come to have these conversations that are uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but that share different perspectives and that help us see, uh, you know, um, these issues in a different light. Man, that's really, yeah, it's very powerful. Um, so you have been working, uh, you've had a career, you had your son. Did you take any time off work at all? I did. My husband had a big career change. So I, I took a lot of time. I, I spent um, I spent almost, uh, oof, I think a year at home with my son. No, no, and, no, no, not working at all, just kind of being home. I, I worked as a freelancer. I did uh, some copywriting um, for for uh, clients that I had worked with in the past, um, but it wasn't something steady. You know, I, I would take on jobs here and there. So I have a di- really hard time just sort of doing, just focusing on being a mom. I am multi-passionate. I'm passionate about my son. I'm passionate about motherhood, but that doesn't take away from the other things that I'm passionate about. So did you, um? so now... So after you took the year off and then how did you get back into work? Did you get a job or did you start your own business? I started working full time um, also in the, in the marketing space and doing that, being able to hold a full, uh, to, to have a full time job um, and raise my son when he was still so young, like I breastfed for a long time. So balancing all of that really, really taught me the importance of taking care of myself, of self-care. And, you know, I got into yoga and meditation and because of that, so basically I was pushing myself to, to the max, right? I was trying to do it all. And I hit a, I hit a, a a wall. I realized that in order for me to be all of these things that I want to become, I have to take care of myself. It all starts with me. And, you know, once I, I uh, push myself to the limit or to the max, I can't be my best self as a mom. I can't be my best self as an employee um, or as a wife. So it also taught me, having to balance all that taught me the importance of self-care. Okay. And so what, uh, what does it look like now for you? What's a typical day in terms of balancing self-care with your business and your mom, being a mom? Mainly, uh, so I've learned how to like, I've learned how to get creative. I've learned how to, um, I'll give you an example. So I, I've noticed that walk, go, going on walks, just having that time to, you know, be active and spend some time outside really does contribute to my productivity. It makes me feel much, much better mentally, physically. So, um, you know, when I take my walks, I, I, go on a walk with my son and I do the, I, I, I really try, cause I, before I used to take him for a walk, put him in the stroller and just walk. But I was also taking work calls on my phone. And I realized like, wait a minute, this isn't really self care if I'm, <laughs> if I'm just trying to do it all and really multitask. So I started putting my phone on do not disturb. And I started just scheduling that time out to be with my son and be, you know, with myself. So um, that's one example. Another thing too that I'm doing is I'm being, I'm learning how to be much, much more flexible and forgiving. Um, like even with my clients, I have the, the being my, my own boss allows me the flexibility of, the flexibility and the opportunity to choose who I wanna work with. Yeah. I wanna work with people that understand that being a mom is exactly what it is. It's 
tiring. It's frustrating. Yes, it's the most amazing feeling in the world, but it's also, we're also juggling so much more. So I work with a lot of women. Um, <laughs> my clients are, many of them are female. I've worked with men too, but I think that there's just a different connection that I have with the women in, in, in my business because I understand what they go through as moms and they understand that as well. So what about the shift from being, a, I guess, an employee to a business owner? What was your thoughts on that shift for yourself? I'll tell you that um, as an employee, I gave a lot of me and I was grateful for every opportunity. Uh, my, la my last job, like I said, was my first job after I had my son. So that job afforded me a lot of flexibility. Um, and, and I was really grateful for that. But there came up, a, a, there, we had moments where it was sort of, yes, we, we can give you a flexible schedule, but at some point it becomes an annoyance to the employer. And I learned from that experience that I, I don't wanna repeat the same patterns. Um, I wanna create opportunities for women, whether they're my clients or whether they're, uh, they're, my, they're contractors helping me out. I wanna create opportunities for women uh, that, that are based around their lifestyle and not the other way around. Mm -hmm. For a while, my life revolved around my work. And now I want to create opportunities that are the other way around. And how many hours a day do you think you should work? I think it depends. For me, it, it fluctuates. Some weeks I have really busy weeks where you know we're working 50, 55, 60 hours. And other weeks I, I put in 20, 25. It all depends because my business is still very, very, I mean, I'm just starting out. So it, it all depends. Um, but I, I think you should work however many hours allow, however many hours uh, your business allows without, without draining energy and, and, and love for what you do. Like once your job starts becoming a burden, once you wake up in the morning and you're like, this is the last thing I wanna do, and that becomes an everyday thing, that becomes a regular feeling, I think then it's time to have some, to, to take a step back and see, is this the lifestyle that I want to build? Yeah. Wow. You're so wise. I love talking to you. Um, so what three words would you use to describe who you are? I'm a hard worker. I think I learned that from my mom. <laughs> I work hard. Um, but I'm also, I consider myself a positive person. Mm -hmm. uh, positivity breeds positivity. And I'm also driven, yeah. hardworking, positive, and driven. What are your goals? What's your vision for yourself? Where do you see yourself in five or 10 years? I want to create opportunities for other women, I, especially young women, little girls and young women that aspire to be, that have these big dreams and that maybe at home, they don't get enough of that support and encouragement. I want to be that place where they go, whether it's for an internship, a scholarship, or employment. Cool. And how does your consulting business help clients today? What do you guys do? We help brands launch and grow their businesses using digital and social media marketing. A lot of the clients that I work with do an amazing job in real life. <laughs> so now we just have to, but then we look at their social media and their social media doesn't exactly uh, translate, doesn't exactly match up with what they're doing in real life. For example, I have a realtor 
She's a real estate agent in Florida. She's amazing with people. She doesn't have a lot of years in the game and, and people just love working with her. She is a people's person. So, but we weren't seeing that online. Her digital presence didn't match that. So I started working with her this month and already we've seen, we've gotten really good feedback and already we've seen her generating leads um, outside of her so network. How did you make her social media really reflect what her real uh, persona is more? What did you do? One of the things that we see uh, biz small business owners, one of the mistakes that we see them make is they treat social media as this platform to sell their services and products. And social media is the word social comes into play in everything we do on social media. So it should still, it, the, a lot of these platforms started out as social platforms. They then became platforms where we do business uh, in two, but, but they should still re remain social at the core. So we created content pillars so that the content that my client is putting out on social media reflects her personality and reflects how she does business in real life because people do business with people. So instead of her posting lead, uh, listing after listing after listing or posting messages, I can help you buy or sell a home. We also started incorporating more of her personality. She's a big plant lover. So we started, how would it change if it was a brand versus a person? Well, I'll tell you how. So I have another client. She opened up a, uh, a brow studio. She's an ombre powder brow artist. And so she provides a service that is, you know, for the, 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 the woman looking to enhance her, her natural beauty and also is looking to cut back on how much time she's spending on getting ready in the morning. So she, this, this one woman in particular, her personality is, I mean, you, if you spend a couple minutes with her, you'll laugh, you'll forget about, you know, <laughs> what, what you didn't get through in your to-do list. Like she's a very um, lively she has a very lively personality. So we started uh, creating reels for her that would show that side of her personality. One in particular is her like with the drill. So she's, um, she's just, you know, she did a renovation in her studio and she, we show her with the drill, like getting to work and like, you know, just poking fun at herself, twerking. <laughs> so we're we're showing how yes she's amazing at what she does which is ombre powder brow permanent makeup artist but also we're showing that side of her that's a little you know um sassy and yeah. that it's just so when you go get your eyebrows done by her yes she's gonna leave you looking you know amazing but also you're gonna get a good good laugh out of it it's a whole experience so we created reels for her that would show that side of her personality wow. outside of it. So does that mean you have to have a client local to you so you can do like video work for them or can you take clients anywhere? We're taking clients anywhere. Uh, the two that I just gave you an example, uh, the two that I just mentioned are in Florida. Oh, okay. And you're in, so you're in the, you're in, I'm in, I'm in Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Okay, cool. How did you guys yeah. find each other? Well, this is the thing too about being a business owner. So like I said earlier, people do business with people. I have been working with these women for some time. Uh, they, for, you know, they're my friends of many, many years. Um, but they, they experience, they uh, expressed interest in my, in what I do as a marketer lo long before I signed them on as clients. Um, so I have been, you know, providing value to these women. How do you differentiate between spending time personally on your modern millennial mom, which is, 
it's sort of is that your personal page or do you have a separate personal private page i don't i don't have a personal private page okay though. so you have your modern millennial mom and then your new business which is is it mrk marketing consulting right marca marketing consulting ah, marca wait say it again marca okay cool marca so means brand in english oh spell it mrk it means brand marca right means brand in english so okay. the correct spelling for marca is m-a-r-c-a -A. um but we sort of did a play on words leave your mark um they have to marca i like it yeah. so brand new uh, and so i just followed you you already have a following and i know you just launched it um what kind of content can we expect to see on this page versus uh, modern millennial mom this content is value 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 for the small business owner looking to launch or grow their business online so you can expect to see a lot of tips and tricks and advice on um, marketing your business online you can expect to see me showing you behind the scenes how i do content creation for my clients even if they're not local to me we really make work what we have um, you know, I, I, I'm scrappy, so <laughs> I make work what I have. <laughs> so yeah, no, honestly, I, um, I, you're going to crush it. Your first, like you are amazing. Do you, how are you going to make sure you don't get burnt out? Are you planning on hiring or do you already use freelancers? Like, how do you build your team? I'm working right now on building, uh, well, first I want to envision what the team looks like. I am, I'm, I'm a really firm, I, I'm a firm believer that the people that you do work with should be people that you want to work with for the rest of your life. Um, whether that's a client or someone that you that, bring that on. That is an incredible statement. I've never heard it put that way, but it's so true. That's Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett really? said- Wow, that's only, so eye-opening, yeah. Warren Buffett said you should only do work with people that you could see yourself working with for the rest yeah, of your life. I love that. Yeah, and you know, as when you're an employee, you don't get to pick and choose. Your boss is your boss, the company owner is the company owner. And you know, and once you leave that job, a lot of times you never hear from those people again. Um, so some some people you cultivate relations with, relationships with and you stay in touch with, but you don't necessarily learn to grow, you know, love learn to to love every single person you work with. I want the people that I work with, whether they're my clients or uh, freelancers or contractors. I want them, I want this to be more than just a transactional relationship. I want this to also be, I mean, you know. You're, you're obviously a leader. I mean, you're inspiring me. Like you are a leader. I can just tell. Um, do you find it easier to work with women than men or harder? I think that I'm seeing a new, I'm seeing a new generation of men who are, who are, who believe in, who believe in gender equality who believe in breaking the glass ceiling. And so I would say that it, it, it all depends on the person. I think it's hard to generalize and put all men in one box and all women in one box. Um, I think it depends more on the person's views, whether they're regardless of their gender. Okay, and then when you're building your team, how, um, how important is uh, attitude, skill set versus diversity? I, I, I would say that 
it's a combination of both skill set and uh and, and personality and values it, it's it's a mix of the whole jazz um because skills can be learned we can learn new skills um but values and viewpoints it's and attitudes it's it's hard to it's hard to mold those to be that's what i that's what i mean when i say as a now as a business owner i get to pick who i work with because some people are never gonna some people are never gonna be okay with me saying hey listen i have to move this call because my son woke up from his nap too you know early some people are gonna look at that and say this woman is not serious about her business not true but they just might not understand what I go through as a, yeah. you know, as a business owner because yeah. they don't have children or because. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Well, okay. So you, uh, I mean, really incredible talking to you. Um, the journey from kind of marketing to becoming a mom to kind of reflecting on like going for your dreams still as a mom to kind of starting your own business as pretty uh, inspiring story you have. Thank you, Amy. Thank yeah. you so much for allowing me to share this with your audience. Thank you so much. And just any final words um, that you want to share to, uh, I guess, all kind of women who are pregnant or just had a baby, uh, you know, those that are maybe more used to growing up in traditional kind of gender role families, any final words? I want I would say that um, for me, it really made a difference to have those difficult conversations, not just with my husband, but also with my circle, with my mom and my sisters and and my mother-in-law. It helped to have those conversations about gender roles. and to, it helped to have those conversations about my dreams and aspirations outside of motherhood um, early on, you know, um, and they weren't pretty. They weren't pleasant to have, but it it helped to have those conversations early on so that they could understand more what what I needed in terms of support. And so that they could think outside of the box in terms of um, who, I, who I'm hoping to become and my, my uh, journey into motherhood, which is very different than, than what they went through when they had their children years ago. Awesome, thank you so much.